This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and I'm really glad you have joined us today. Democrats are also newly in power in Washington in the House of Representatives. That gives them the power to stop legislation, but just as important, it comes with sweeping oversight powers over the executive branch. Yes, House Democrats will now be able to direct their own official inquiries into President Trump and his administration. My next guest has spent a lot of time writing lately about what that might look like. He says if Democrats play their cards right, they could reclaim the mantle of populism heading into the 2020 elections. Jeff Hauser is the executive director of the Revolving Door Project at the Center for Economic and Policy Research. And he's been writing extensively about what he thinks Democrats should do now that they control the House in Washington. Jeff Hauser, welcome to Detroit Today. Great to be here. Yeah. So uh, in a bit, we're going to talk about your focus on corporate oversight, which is something that I don't think everybody necessarily jumps to when they think about House oversight. But the first thing on lots of people's minds is, of course, what they will do with President Trump. Uh, How will they hold the president and his administration accountable? Let's start with you telling us how you think they should handle that. I think that they should be aggressive. I think that there's been a conversation in Washington ever since the midterm elections about Democratic overreach, about the possibility that Democrats may look into too many interesting questions and may pursue oversight, pursue their constitutional obligations with too much fervor. Uh, I think that the idea of pursuing a constitutional obligation to conduct oversight of the executive branch with too much further is kind of an oxymoron. How can you look at for the truth with too much passion? Um, I think that they should look into obviously the Trump Russia stuff, but there's all sorts of Trump international entanglements that should be concerning uh, to Americans. There are uh, patent and trademark awards that Trump and Ivanka Trump have received uh, in China that are lucrative. Uh, and that seem to have been conspicuously timed uh, to try to influence U.S. policy toward China. Uh, there are entanglements between Trump uh, and members of his team and the Saudi government. Uh, and obviously, you know, with all the uh, interest in both the Saudi torture of Jamal Khashoggi as well as the genocide of the Houthi uh, in Yemen, I-, I think there's all sorts of reasons to want to know why Trump is pursuing this pro-Saudi policies uh, and whether or not that is related to uh, money flow from the Saudi uh, royal family to the Trump family, the Kushner family, etc. So I think they should pursue it, all those sort of questions, as well as pursue oversight of how the Trump branch is handling its business, handling the people's business, handling government, working on the economy, the environment, etc., etc., so, so the 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 fear I think that some people have is that uh, not so much about overreach, but but about overlap, perhaps that most of these things that you just talked about are being looked into by prosecutors at this point. Uh, the various investigations, uh, the criminal investigations, in fact, that are going on into not just the campaign, but also uh, the Trump's uh, business dealings and things like that, and so. I guess a natural question is, why should Democrats in Congress repeat those investigations? Uh, Shouldn't they maybe, I don't know, hang back and let those unfold in the criminal justice context? Or or, or do you believe that there's a special role that, uh, that Congress might play in investigating those same things? 
I think there definitely is a special uh, role for Congress, uh, in part because not all that is scandalous is illegal, and not all that which is illegal is indictable, mm-hmm. especially when we're talking about uh, white-collar crime and people you know, who can afford the top-notch uh, legal defense. So uh, Mueller is only going to prosecute on those crimes for which uh, he can prove beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law that the conduct was illegal. A lot of uh, terrible conduct in American politics is sadly all too legal. Uh, and part of the reason why you would conduct an investigation is to bring to light the behavior that is legal but shouldn't be, so that Congress can learn about that activity and that can spur on uh, new laws. Uh, so you, you do investigations in part to determine what the legislative needs are, and in part also just to bring to light public information that is relevant to the public about you know, how the 2016 election was conducted, about how American foreign policy is being conducted, um, so that you, uh, there can be course corrections, and so there also can just be uh, public outrage, which I think is a reasonable thing to stoke. I mean, we're not with misinformation, but with valid, correct information. And I don't think that it impinges upon criminal prosecutions to look at the bigger picture of what occurred and what reforms are needed in American politics. Mm. Uh, so, so if Democrats do those things, do you think that uh, gives gives power or uh, wind, I guess, to to the the overall questions about this administration and the family uh, of the president? I mean, in other words, does this just add another dimension of inquiry about all of that? Yeah, it, it lets us know what safeguards we might need in the future, both with respect to a president and his family maintaining a business while taking over the executive branch and doing the, the two at the same time uh, and should spur legislation to make that um, illegal. It also will uh, give rise to an understanding of how the State Department should run uh, to make sure that our American foreign policy is not being conducted uh, corruptly. Um, I think that it is important to figure out what sort of transparency we need. Like, we don't know Trump's tax returns. Even Trump's tax returns are probably not going to tell us everything we need to know about Trump's finances. So what sort of laws should we have to mandate that uh, members of uh, the elected branch, the executive branch, Congress, uh, let all this information out? Um, I, I think we, the American people have a right to know these sort of basic questions that are not currently being answered they have the right to get that information from Trump, and they have the right to understand what laws they should pass in the future to make sure we don't get into this situation ever again. This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and my guest is Jeff Hauser. He's the executive director of the Revolving Door Project at the Center for Economic and Policy Research. He's been writing extensively about how he thinks Democrats should wield their oversight power in the House now that they have control of the House of Representatives in Washington. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. What scandals or issues do you hope House Democrats will probe when given the chance? What do you think of the possibility of impeachment proceedings against President Trump uh, now that the Democrats are in charge in the House? Uh, Is that the right use of time and power at this point, or should they be concentrating more on things like going after 
corporate abuses. As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. Call and tell us what you would like to see House Democrats do now that they control the House in Washington. Uh, Also, you can go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we will try to work you into the conversation. Uh, Jeff, I want to switch gears here and talk a little about the kinds of things that Democrats could look into in the corporate world that Republicans have ignored while they had control of the House. Yeah, um, I think that um, people uh, often forget that Congress can do oversight of not just the executive branch, but the broader American economy and life in America uh, in order to figure out what needs to uh, be improved upon and also just to bring important issues to light. Um, Big tobacco uh, kind of declined in American uh, influence uh, significantly after a couple of decades' worth of congressional hearings, uh, many of which were not followed immediately by legislation, but still kind of shamed uh, big tobacco executives and really hammered home the fact that uh, cigarettes were harmful to people's health and secondhand smoke was an issue, that sort of thing. Uh, in 2019, uh, the needs there's a need to expose the way that private equity is both destroying American uh, business, like iconic brands like Sears and Toys R Us have been raided and destroyed from within by private equity investors. Uh, Sears, actually, by the way, was destroyed by uh, this guy, Eddie Lampert, whose college roommate was Steve Mnuchin, hmm. the Secretary of the Treasury. Uh, Mnuchin was a Sears board member, so there's some overlap between <laughs> investigating the Trump administration and investigating what's going on in corporate America. Um, but there's also a need to look into private equity as one of the largest um, uh, realtors, I'm sorry, landlords right now in America. This is a growing phenomenon, and it turns out that private equity is a really, really bad landlord. Uh, so that has a lot of impact. Um, obviously, in uh, Michigan, you have issues surrounding like the Flint water supply and all the different ways water can be um, uh, rendered undrinkable uh, or not drinkable in a healthy manner. Uh, These are issues not just limited to Flint. These are issues across the country. Uh, Corporate pollution is going um, uh, unpoliced by Trump's EPA, and there needs to be oversight. Silicon Valley, Facebook, uh, Google, they are wrecking young kids' minds, wrecking older people's (laughs) minds. Um, we need to look into their business practices. Uh, I think we need revitalized antitrust in this country, and part of how you're going to get revitalized antitrust enforcement against big, bad companies that are kind of you know, making money illegitimately is through congressional oversight to raise up these sort of issues. Uh, pharmaceutical companies are profiteering, uh, and people are dying as a result. I, I think there's no shortage of corporate uh, bad actors whose behavior uh, should be brought to light. Um, And with that information public and with public outrage stoked, I think you would then potentially see an impetus for legislation, maybe not successfully in 2019 with Donald Trump as president, but you start, legislation doesn't usually pass the minute an issue is raised. It takes a few years. And so good oversight in 2019 of corporate abuses can begin to lay the groundwork uh, for an agenda in the near term if and when Democrats return to power. 
We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation about what Democrats should be doing now that they control the House of Representatives in Washington. We want to hear from you. Uh, What scandals or issues do you want to see the House Democrats get after now that they are in control? 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today. This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. My guest is Jeff Hauser. He's the executive director of the Revolving Door Project at the Center for Economic and Policy Research. He's been writing a lot lately about how he thinks Democrats should wield their oversight power now that they have control of the House of Representatives in Congress. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. What scandals or issues do you hope Democrats get after now that they have control of the House? And especially we want to hear from you if you think uh, the Democrats ought to pursue impeachment hearings against Trump, uh, something that uh, Republicans have not done. Well, they controlled the House of Representatives no matter what they learned about what the president has done. Uh, Should that be a focus for Democrats or would you rather see them focus on Corporate oversight, which is another thing that the House of Representatives has power over. As always, the number on the phone is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll try to work you into the conversation. Mike on Twitter says, re-oversight, keep your eye on the prize, Dems, impeachment and tackling left or attacking left will give 2020 to Trump. Use Macomb County as your guide. In other words, uh, show some restraint. Don't uh, get overzealous in the way that you pursue oversight. Uh, Jeff Hauser, you were beginning to talk when we break when we broke there uh, about uh, about this this idea of uh, a bigger sort of goal, I guess, uh, with regard to this kind of oversight and using it as a way to woo voters who see the Republican Party, I guess, as the champion of the middle class and working class. Uh, Dems can can win some of those folks over, you think, by exercising this oversight in the right way. Talk Talk a little more about that. Sure. Um, I totally hear the idea that you, you want to, uh, a political party is obviously going to want to uh, seize votes in the middle, and uh, most people of all races are working class or middle class uh, in this country. Uh, but I think that strong oversight of both Trump administration specifically, uh, I mean, Trump administration generally, and a specific conduct uh, can move towards that goal. I think about the Trump tax cut, which was enormously unfair, enormously regressive, amazing for the richest Americans, and a terrible deal for everyone else. I think exposing the Trump tax deal uh, is a type of oversight that would appeal to working-class and middle-class Americans. It's very, very substantive. The House Ways and Means Committee has oversight over both the uh, writing of tax laws as well as the ability of the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS, to actually collect the revenue that is owed to the government. And right now, the IRS has declined in its ability to 
collect money. Basically, Republicans have starved it of resources ever since they took control of the House of Representatives in 2011, and to some extent, actually, going back to the 1990s under Newt Gingrich. And the result is that if you are applying for the earned income tax credit, because you're a member of the you're a working class uh, person in this country, you are m- more likely to be audited than if you're a billionaire. And honestly, not only do more billionaires evade taxes than working class people do, but it's also a little bit more consequential if a billionaire isn't paying all the taxes they owe because they owe a lot more taxes. Uh, and so this is... Uh, a travesty. And it's a travesty that the tax law was written to benefit people like Donald Trump himself, like Jared Kushner, like Wilbur Ross, the Commerce Secretary, like Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary, who's in charge of the Internal Revenue Services part of the Treasury Department. And so you have, uh, in Steve Mnuchin, you have a highly corrupt Treasury Secretary who helped write the tax law and is in charge of uh, regulating under it and enforcing it. So I think that uh, going after these sort of people who are enabling rich people to avoid paying their fair share, I think that sort of behavior is something that is uh, stringent oversight on the one hand, and is also likely to appeal to working class and middle class voters who want to make sure that the rich aren't getting away with uh, stuff. Again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Let's go to Philip on the road. Philip, welcome to Detroit today. Good morning. Hey. Um, first, I don't. I don't think uh, the House of Representatives should uh, go for impeachment. Uh, just maybe uh, do their best to defeat the president in the upcoming election. Uh, and then two, I really was hoping that uh, the House would shed some light on how the IRS is enforcing the tax code. Um, seems like they're really going for the low hanging fruit as opposed to you know taking on uh, bigger tax crimes. Hmm. That's it. Thanks. Uh, Philip, I appreciate the call and the comments. Uh, Jeff Hauser, uh, do you see that the same way that, that the IRS is going uh, going after nickel and dime kinds of offenses and not these bigger issue, uh, uh, I guess, potential violations that are committed by people with lots more money? Uh, absolutely. There's been can, the amount of money adjusted for inflation that goes to the IRS has in the past decade gone down by a quarter. As the American population has grown, as the rich have gotten richer, the IRS's resources have declined. And rich people are willing to hire an armada of lawyers. They're willing to pay people a lot of money so that they can get away with not paying taxes, which is um, horrifying, but just is is very clearly the case. And the IRS needs, if the IRS were to get more resources, those greater resources would more than pay for uh, themselves. I mean, there are estimates, reliable estimates, that between, for every dollar that you would spend additionally at the IRS targeting uh, wealthy people uh, who should be paying taxes, you'd bring back between six and ten extra dollars. So that's a, it would be a tremendous investment that would well more than pay for itself, as well as make America a little bit less unfair. Uh, so we absolutely should be investing in the IRS. We should absolutely be shedding a light on the systematic erosion of the IRS's capability to collect taxes that has been going on uh, in this country. And we should uh, be shaming the uh, Treasury Department for what it's been doing under Trump. I mean, just uh, over the Christmas to New Year's week, it became clear that the IRS had created a new 
tax loophole in interpreting the new tax law that would benefit private equity. Um, and it, it just, no one noticed this because it happened in, you know, late December and only the business press reported on it. Uh, but this is a tremendous outrage. These are the type of people who have bailed out Jared Kushner and Donald Trump in the past. And in turn, they're getting a very lucrative uh, tax break that is unjustifiable. Uh, it is corrupt, it is unfair, and it is the type of uh, practice that oversight was designed to expose. Uh, again, thanks very much for the call and the question there, Philip. Let's go to Dave in Farmington Hills. Dave, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I just have an observation. Um, Donald Trump has been going on about how the Democrats are the ones holding up the wall. It seems to me that the Republicans control both houses of Congress. And if he can't convince his own party, why should the Democrats help him? Hmm. Uh, that's a great question, uh, Dave. Jeff Hauser, how do you how do you answer that? <laughs> I, I mean, I think Trump's uh, Trump's position is so weak that he didn't himself even really support it. Um, uh, as of a couple weeks ago, he was uh, set to actually go along with a, uh, a continuing resolution that didn't increase uh, funding for his uh, ridiculous wall idea. Uh, but then he started getting criticized by the Breitbarts and the Ann Coulters and the other racists of the right, and he backed down. Um, and I, I think it's, I think we might, we're weeks, maybe months away from a resolution because uh, Trump's position is so ridiculous, and yet he still holds so much sway among Republicans. Yeah. Uh, again, Dave, thanks for the call and the questions. Let's go to Aaron in Detroit. Aaron, welcome to Detroit today. Hey, good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. I just wanted to make this comment about all of the things that's being said about the IRS, the, the system of um, collecting taxes and how the the rich can use the system uh, to subvert the system. Mm -hmm. You know, the most amazing thing to me is how we keep talking ourselves around in circles about a system that obviously does not work. Why are we so married to this system that we are unwilling to change it? We are talking on cell phones. We are communicating across the planet uh, uh, in real time. You know, maybe we need to give up this archaic system. And Which quit being afraid of what might happen if we try to create something different that so, so is not you, so easily corrupted. So, Aaron, are you talking about the economic system in the country? No, I'm talking about this 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 uh, capitalist uh, so-called constitutional system that we believe is so wonderful that has been shown to be uh, faulty at every level. Well, certainly vulnerable to to, to corruption. Aaron, I appreciate yes. the call and the comments. Jeff Hauser, is Aaron right that? Uh, this doesn't work, and we ought to be thinking about more fundamental kinds of changes. I've got about a, a minute left, but I'm really curious about your answer to that. I, I think that there should definitely be thought about it, but I think that there isn't yet uh, a sort of consensus around what uh, a new system would look like and a path from getting from here to there that you know you can really see that happening in the short run. I, I do think that uh, public intellectuals need to be thinking about and and the entire citizenry has to be thinking about those sort of questions, uh, but I don't see like a plan having consensus in the near run uh, to fix things, so we're going to have to work to do the best we can within the kludgy system we currently have. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Jeff Hauser, Executive Director 
of the Revolving Door Project at the Center for Economic and Policy Research. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. Before I let you go, quickly, uh, what, what do you think Nancy Pelosi's leadership means for oversight in the House? Is she going to be uh, a strength for Democrats? I think she is going to be decent, but it's going to kind of depend on uh, citizens to uh, push for more for her to be great on it. I, I, she's a tremendous leader on a bunch of fronts, but I think we're going to need people to demand more and better from the Democratic Congress for her to provide it. Okay. Jeff Hauser, again, thanks very much for joining us here on Detroit Today. My pleasure. That's going to do it for me today. I will be back tomorrow. I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you tomorrow.